Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. 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 Setbacks. Jawan Howard hit that hat, <laughs> pump that man's hit on the court. You know, it's all a part of the game. Oh, man. <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. No Brady Quinn today. He'll be back on the air with us tomorrow. Uh, we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app and find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. So thanks for hanging out with us here. Uh, and uh, we're going to uh, have some fun with this uh, this conversation here to start off the hour. Um, so this story started uh, making the rounds. Um, Fox Sports Radio host, uh, former uh, NFL offensive lineman, also Penn State alum. Yeah, we are. We are. Hey, 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 slow down, uh, man. Right, well, slow down. All right, slow you down. are. How about that? Right, we uh, are. Yeah. All right, there you go. Uh, right. Rich Ornberger. Yeah, um, yeah, so he reported over the weekend um, about some friction in Tampa when it comes to Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and just that whole situation and how things went down. And um, what he was reporting is that the relationship between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians had soured. Um, and uh, this is this is from uh, Ornberger on his uh, Twitter account. Um, offensive coordinator Byron Lefwich and Tom Brady were reportedly responsible for the entirety of the offensive game plan at a certain point during the 2021 season. Brady successfully seized control of the offensive game plan, adjusting play calls he didn't believe wouldn't work. Uh, would work. Additionally, there was a feeling of resentment inside the building towards Bruce Arians, while others worked around the clock in Tampa to build a winner. Head coach Bruce Arians had a much lighter work schedule per multiple impregnable sources. Now, um, this is also after, you know, he had talked about Brady and Arians and their relationship. Uh, The retirement announcement, according to Ornberger, wasn't because of the trouble seeing eye to eye on the offensive game planning, but the relationship was souring. And while Arians was rehabbing the Achilles in the early mornings, it was Byron Lefwich and Brady who would work on the week's game plan Arians would later come in and take the red pen, figuratively speaking, uh, to work they'd done. So the quarterback and the offensive coordinator felt undermined and there was tension. So that's according to Rich Ornberger, who has doubled down on that because there was pushback uh, from, uh, you know, Tampa Bay media. Bruce Arians came out and was was uh, upset about the report, calling it BS, et cetera, et cetera. Look. Rich Ornberger could have gotten bad info from somebody. Here's what I know about... Or he could have gotten some really good information from somebody. And if I had to guess, knowing Rich... He ain't putting it out there unless that's real. And and this is not even just trying to to ball wash a fellow Fox Sports Radio host. Rich Ornberger is one of the great dudes in the business. And he, he like an awesome guy through and through. I find it hard to believe he would just miraculously come up with this story out of thin air and then just roll with it and then double down on it when multiple people were trying to push back on it. Yeah, I don't I I agree with that part of it. I just won't go into too many details about it. All I'm going to say is I I I would trust it. Yeah. I trust what he's saying. I trust what he reported. Uh I think it's I find it to be very interesting because if that is is indeed true, then is that the reason why his family, uh, speaking of Tom Brady, became so important for him to spend uh, 
the, the you know his his time with all now. of a sudden right? all of a sudden they became more important than making it to uh 45 years old in the national football league so then there have been rumors that brady is just trying to figure a way out of tampa bay yes and try to finish out in in a different environment some have stated you know his hometown uh you know near you know in, in the whole san francisco uh deal with, with that being out there yeah um you know there were first off this isn't a military secret let's start there okay the first season that they were together those reports were were bubbling up to begin with like if you if you jog your memory a little bit you'll recall there was a point in time where it was like Brady seemed discombobulated. Brady seemed a little bit out of sorts. Brady didn't even know what down it was. Brady this. Brady didn't push the ball here or this, that, and the other. Is he being held accountable? Uh, Bruce Arians is called to task on it. I'm holding Brady accountable. Our relationship is fine. And at one point, it was actually considered that their discord for one another was was getting growing so big that it would actually derail the season. That yeah. that was the conversations in their first season together. Now, for it to be the second season, okay, they come up short in the playoffs. They lose in the first round uh, or their first game, and and they go home. and And that's you know to me, I think it now opens up the conversation as to if you're listening to what those reports basically say, it's not only calling him into to question, but it seemingly is calling uh, Byron Leftwich in the question as well, if I heard it correctly. Yeah. So so with that being said, now that becomes a credibility issue for not only Bruce Arians, who's already a Super Bowl winning coach, uh, more than one time over, I mean, as a head coach first time, but now you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, is there a reason why, is this the reason why, or is there something connected to why Byron Leftwich has not been more heavily sought after? We know he almost was about to take the Jacksonville job, but yeah. does the, are these, are these if, if Rich got a hold of this, then you know other people within the circles of the industry have a hold of this. And look, we found out over and you know all since the NFL has been covered the way that's been covered the past few years, we found out where there's smoke, there's fire. At least a little bit of fire in every in every story that comes out. The first one that came out when you know the uh, the Seth Wickersham article that came out where they talked about Russell Russell Wilson's relationship with the Legion of Doom and how it was uh, you know they they were frustrated because they felt like he got preferential treatment uh, and you know uh, Russell Wilson wasn't you know the guy everybody made amount to be a lot of people dispelled that and said oh that's such a bunch of crap and now upon further review it's like <laughs> well i mean some people it, yeah. uh, feel like there's confirmation yeah of, maybe uh, maybe we got a little something there there's also the stuff you know brady and belichick back in 2017 a lot of people dismissed that especially local boston media and said no way none of that stuff is true as it turns out, there was fire there behind the smoke. Like we've seen this over and over again in the NFL, to where if if something comes out, it doesn't mean that all of it's true. There was there was criticism of Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, and people tried to to downplay it and say, "Oh no, no, that's a bunch of BS." And then you look back and you go, 
actually, a, a lot of that makes sense now. I don't, I don't know how much of this is true, but I find it hard to believe that this would just all be false. That, that Bruce Arians is saying, oh, that's a bunch of BS. None of this stuff is true. There's got to be something here. Otherwise, Rich wouldn't go out and trust it, trust it enough to, to drop this on social media. And this is also Rich who, you know, uh, got, uh, got duped in, you know, talking about a story involving Patrick Mahomes and his fiance and his, and his brother and owned it and said, listen, I got bad info on this stuff. This story he's doubled down on. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about here. And people have tried to tie the two together. Um, you know, AQ Shipley, I think is, uh, yeah. uh, who is an assistant on the staff, very close friend to, of Rich Ornberger. That's, that's, uh, I'm not going to go too deep. Uh, like, so a lot you of people said, I'm not yeah, going to go I, too I, deep. I, I get it. There's, and, Cause there's, there's, there's multiple Penn Staters that are there. Yeah, so, and and so the idea. That's, I don't want to implicate anybody. Like let's. So here's here's what I would say about this. We know that Bruce Arians does not work. And I don't want to say that it's not that he doesn't work as hard as other coaches, but he's not one of those guys that's going to be in the office from from five until midnight. He's just not going to do I it. I don't know that to be uh, – well, so I'm not going but, to but confirm or deny that Bruce one. Bruce Arians has said that himself. Okay. He's, he's I'm with ta- you on that, I'm yeah. not, I'm, but I'm not going to put my name on He's He's talked about it in which he said, I've told all my assistants, if you miss one birthday, one family uh, gathering, one recital, et cetera, et cetera, you're fired. I don't want you guys sleeping under the desk. I don't want you guys being here at all hours of the day family is everything family's the most important and and that's not a bad thing that's you know that's a guy who's clearly got his priorities in a different place than some coaches out there but he's not people don't look at Bruce Arians and go oh that guy's a grinder man that guy's there at all hours of the day really putting something together and so there is elements of that that's true and maybe that bothered Brady maybe maybe Brady came from the the Belichick atmosphere and just thought to himself well, this is different. I mean, I'm used to guys that are here at all hours of the day doing this, doing this, doing this like I do, and he's not putting up that much effort. This is a little bit frustrating. I don't think it's that far-fetched. I just don't. There's never a perfect scenario. So if if that's what it is, then adapt and adjust. You know what I mean? Like, adapt and adjust. Yeah. Like, that's his team. All right, you're Tom Brady, but they still have to decide that they want to bring you there. Yeah. You don't decide that. Right? Like you're getting paid as an employee and you are being hired to do a job and that's to be a quarterback for this team. So let's let's make sure we stay on track with that. You can have an opinion and and when you're Tom Brady, you can have a strong opinion because it's connected to success. But with that being said, there are limitations and there are parameters that are there when you are a player. <laughs> Players play, coaches coach. You can have some very, very impactful insight and information and 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 just kind of whatever it is you want to push to Coach Arians and to Byron Leftwich and to you know ownership and to the organization. But keep in mind, you've been there how many years? You've been a part of that organization for how many years? Yeah. So in the end, yes, you came in and you were probably 100% attributed to being the, the, the catalyst of, of this team turning it around and winning a Super Bowl. But with that being said, you're still a player. Yeah. So 
just because your circumstances aren't aren't 100% what you want them to be you know you got to adapt and and you got to adjust you don't get you none of us have ever had the right or get the right to say this is a wrong environment we it has it's going to change now because i want it to change now nobody's nobody's been able to win that battle yet not yeah. not yet and and also remember the warriors uh when the golden state warriors were you know winning their titles a, a few years ago i i i want to say god i forget who the player was um veteran player um uh, on the warriors uh who came out after the fact and he said listen um it was david uh gosh why am i blanking on his name uh they brought him over veteran play yeah no 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 not david Dave west uh, david west yeah it was david west who came out after they won a title and said Man, this year was a grind if you only knew, which was and everyone said, well, what is that supposed to mean? You guys just won a championship. And then lo and behold, Durant was gone. Uh, everything started to unravel and you started to hear these stories about friction, Draymond Green versus Durant, et cetera, et cetera. It, like, we've seen this happen before where even though you're winning, you're having success, they won a Super Bowl. Power struggle. Yeah, like, you find out after the fact. Ego, oh, ego struggle. Yeah, like like that. So it's not foreign to to just you know uh, to just Tampa Bay. Like, oh my God, this is uh, hard to believe based on all the success they had. We saw it with the Warriors. That was one, that was a dynasty in the NBA, yeah, and it was it a disaster the, behind the, the scenes. Yeah, you, you see it. You see it a lot of times when there's success, especially when someone is seeking the validation. I mean, you've seen it with the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. That was the that was the demise of yep. the Dallas Cowboys. That yep. you just you see that when people want the validation and the credit and the credibility that goes with it for success. And somebody clearly wants more validation and more credit for the success that Tampa has had than what they're probably receiving. In the 85 Bears, this was a story that came out after that season where Mike Ditka told his players, look guys, I don't want you doing commercials. I don't want you out there doing all this stuff. We need to stay focused on the game. Two weeks later, Mike Ditka was in a commercial Mm. that he told players not to be involved. Like, no, 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 don't get it. It was like Campbell's uh, Chunky Soup or something like that. He was in a commercial. And so players looked at that and were like, what the hell's going on? Why is there a double standard? But that's one of the great teams in the history of the NFL. And then you find out it was afterwards. Short lived, though. Yeah, they were great, but it, you know they only got one Super Bowl. Yeah, out of it. but you just so I look. We'll wait to see. There's going to be pushback, obviously. But um, you know, I just again find it hard to believe that Rich would just make this up. I don't even there. know what the pushback would be as it, as it stands. Brady don't want to be there. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah, and whether you come up with the the idea that it's for family or if it's for other reasons. The bottom line is he's not going to be in Tampa Bay. Foreseeably, yep. that's just not going to happen. So that's they're moving on from that. And if you're going, to, if there's somebody's going to cite a reason because that came out, then they're going to cite the reason, and you got to be willing to deal with it. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Uh, all right, so coming up next, um, you talk about one of the great screw jobs in the history of sports talk radio. Friendly fire, stabbed in the back. I mean, a disgrace by somebody on this show. We'll have that for you next year on FSR. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Try not to laugh. Man. It's it's a rough crowd, man. I mean, that's you. You had you are heartless, bro. Uh, no, look, you are heartless. Was dude, my guess man. any worse than anybody else's? I mean, we were trying to guess. We couldn't think I, of a, what. I, I was know. ready to try to have a lighthearted moment. You know what I mean? But I didn't want to have it at the expense of a family member. Yeah. Well, no. You just went in. No, you just go listen, ahead. Just jump no, off no, feet no. first listen, in, huh? Not. not, not, Jeez. not, not you are cold-blooded, no, bro. No, it's not. It's not. That is not the it's case. It's way too soon for that. I'm just oh, telling man. you. Berto, um, I apologize for him on, on behalf of Give me of a break. Me. Come on. For Bert, him. Berto, he told me to say it. Um, all right. Jeez. So uh, Look at him. He's sensitive. He looks like he's got to wipe his eye, man. That, that's that's cold-blooded. Well, bro. he's got to wipe his eye because Lee's in the studio. And, uh, uh, I did see the door open. Old uh, old crop duster to lap uh, making an appearance. Uh, we, we were having too too deep of a conversation when I saw the door go open. <laughs> so I, could, I couldn't lighten up the mood by sitting right. there saying, "Okay," because I sound crazy uh, if it's like I'm talking that way and say, "Oh, the door did just open." In the, you, you, in the, know, in the you know, you know what it is. Uh, you remember playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out? I do. So Mike Tyson's Punch Out, you could. Uh, you could always know when the guy was going to throw a punch at you because he would have a tell. So like um, like Piston Honda, he would raise his eyebrows and, you know, OK, a punch is coming. Uh, and then um, like King Hippo would do this like weird trot right. where he would uh, right. like march towards Class you. Class Joe would back up and go, yeah. go side to side. Like, yeah. they, like everybody had a tell to where you knew they were loading up for a punch and you knew Mike when to counter punch. Mike Tyson started like fading, he like did. fainting you. The problem was you just you, it still didn't matter. You couldn't beat yeah, Mike Tyson. So I, I have a. So Lee Delap's got a tell, and his tell when you know that uh, you know maybe the diet uh, got off the rails a little bit was when yeah. he starts when he starts opening the doors in the studio. Yeah. That's like his version of a wiggling his eyebrows and you know a punch is coming. Oh, that's, that's his tell. That's kind of strange because that isn't that the after effect of it. Like it's not coming; it's already come. Here's the problem, know? like. Lee, it's it's like uh, ants. You never see one ant. Why am I starting to smell it? Like now, my mind is starting to create yeah. the smell. In my, it's so crazy how strong the mind <laughs> is. You know, you never see one ant. Where, where you, there's one ant, there's like a two hundred more right around the corner. That is like, true. Like they don't. They ro- do not roll yeah. alone. Lee doesn't. There's not just one with him. Oh, All right. Gosh. There's more around the corner. That's that's the the real issue here. The, but the, um, the real issue is that he enjoys it. Like, it's funny. He's so smitten by it. Like <laughs> it's like, oh, let me go open this door. <laughs> like what? He, he turned British all of a sudden. Oh, oh. <laughs> let me remove myself from this seat and go open the door. Oh, <laughs> with a man. smile, with a big old smile on his face. Every you have never seen Lee disgusted uh, by himself. It's, it's always just, greeted with a smile. Yeah, Lee, you are a foul individual. Yeah, uh, through. Um, oh my god. So uh, also, I would like to point this out when it uh, comes to Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh, one of the great feats I've ever seen of all time is I have a buddy who's so good at video games. I'm terrible at video games. I watched him turn his back to the screen and beat the first seven guys on Mike Tyson's punch out just by listening. That is an athlete. Okay. okay. That's an athlete, LeVar. Wow. He, he got all the way to like the, wow. like the, the second Don Flamenco. Wow, bro. I'm telling you, man. Like the, <laughs> I, I, All the way to the second hey, Don Flamenco hey, look, just by listening. Let me tell you something, bro. Uh, 
esports is a game. That's 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 a sport. You can gamble. You, you got to be too. an athlete. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Esports, and if you check out Up on Game Presents, you can check out yeah. the business of esports. Yeah, there, by the way, how about that? We um, we have an e game uh, podcast for look that. At you, ass. you got everything for that, <laughs> for that ass. <laughs> for that ass. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio coming up uh, fifteen minutes from now. We'll have another edition of the FSR IR. We're going to report some issues, some injuries, uh, uh, all that good stuff over the course of the weekend for uh, members of the show. Uh, speaking of members of the show. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. Uh, talk about uh, one of the great screw jobs in sports talk radio history. So Lee DeLapp, uh, who fancies himself a, a NASCAR a connoisseur, insider, expert, um, you know, he he gave out, you know, some of uh, some names to watch for in the Daytona 500. So I might have, uh, you know, taken his advice and uh, rolled with some names in the Daytona 500. <laughs> they didn't win. Uh, no. And uh, to make matters worse, um, there were live action. You could bet on, uh, like, the, during the race, while it was going on, you could bet on the live result of the race who was going to win the race bush he said bush was going well that was before the race uh uh, then he was giving me names during the race i'm like yeah like i was like oh man okay uh bubba wallace all right i'm in uh ricky stenhouse jr he might run away with it all right i'm in let's uh, let's get into this all of them lost every single one of them lost lee at some point Does guilt factor into how you go about your Sunday knowing that I got screwed out of a ton of money based on your bad advice? Based on your betting? No, I was giving you good advice. There's some dirty racing, of course, but I, how am I supposed to guess plus 3,000 Austin Sindrick's going to win? The rookie racer is going to win this thing. Ricky Stenhouse got pushed into the wall. Bubba Wallace, who I told you should had a good chance of winning this thing, came in second. Actually, he probably should have won this thing. I, I feel pretty good about the picks I, I gave out. Yeah, but he, he led me down. Like, I was chasing my tail. I'm like, all right, so I, I've clearly... And then he's giving me updates on, uh, all right, so, uh, you know, good news, bad news. Good news is there was a great wreck. Uh, bad news, uh, two of the guys you bet on are out. It's like, yep. what? Including my racer, yeah. I oh, mean, geez. come on, Lee. Go, Speed Racer. Go, go, Speed Racer. Go, Speed Gosh. Racer. Go. I will say this. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that show? Yeah. All right. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that Yeah, one. Speed Racer. Yeah. Um, come on, man. I'll, I'll say this. I thought the, it was kind of a corny cor- a cartoon, but I like the I like the opening. I like the opening song. I wasn't really a cartoon guy. I was more watching the All-22s back in the day, breaking down film. I liked cartoons. Um, I bet you people don't know about Silverhawks, but go ahead. You don't I know mean, about R- Silver Roberto, we gonna you let that about- we gonna let that pass? I mean, that seems like it's a bit out of line, especially on a Monday. Really, Silverhawks? You know, just yeah. <laughs> really, Silverhawks? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what I did to say. I, I don't get it. I'll, I'll say this though: the they pre- really were silver. The, and they pre- were Hawks, the presentation of the Daytona <laughs> 500 on Fox is phenomenal. I think they do a fantastic job, and it is terrifying. To see, we were talking about how fast those guys go. Yeah, that is a terrifying that is. way to make a living. It, I, mean, I don't know, man. I don't it, know how you do it after you wreck. I'd be like Ricky Bobby, man. Like, nah, <laughs> nope, you'd be going about five it. miles per hour. That, that, that'll do it for but me. But that might even be even scarier to watch them those cars just shoot past you. Like, what was that? If you're going I mean, at five miles per hour, can you imagine how fast the car at two o five? 
looks going past you. Oh, God. A little man. bit of a palate cleanser after that clash at the Coliseum, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that was right. a disaster. Absolutely. Well, but it's like uh, I had to pull over the car on the side of the freeway because uh, there was something that came loose in the back. And so I needed to, you know, get in the trunk and, and tie it down. Whoa. Whoa. Well, no. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you all right there. Together. All right. All right, everybody keep it together. Okay. Uh, you, oh. don't, you don't Jeez, realize. Jonas. You don't, you, don't, you don't realize how fast cars are going on the highway until you see them whiz by you at 65 or 70 miles an hour and you're like, F this. Like, that's it. That, I that's mean, not even close to no, how fast not even, they're going in, in n- Not even NASCAR. close at all. So uh, so it was, um, you know, interesting to see how that played out. But uh, thanks to Lead to Lap, uh, Lap by Lap with Lead to Lap, uh, or the Lead Lap with Lead to Lap, uh, got absolutely screwed multiple I've, times I've over. driven some really, really fast cars. Like, I've owned some really, really fast cars. Fastest you've ever driven before that you're willing to say on the air. Well, I mean, I, I I have no shame in it. I've been, I've been on back roads, of country roads, where it was like it, there was nothing there, and and it was okay to do it because there was just What'd really nothing there. And, and in fact, it was my property. <laughs> What'd you do? So, I, I I was able to get up to about two hundred, like two hundred one. What? Two hundred one. What are you talking about? Yeah, was quick it, too. What is Days of Thunder? What do you mean? Quick, like quick. What the hell were you and driving? Then you slow down. That when I did that, I was in a Medina, a three sixty Medina. The hell is a three sixty Medina? A Ferrari. Good God, man! Two hundred. Quick though, like you don't need much road. Like and be- believe me, I didn't stay at two hundred. Like I wasn't on on this road. Like two oh four, two oh one. Well, yeah, you're you're here right it now. Was like, it, it was like it was like it was like. You to a, to a walk down. <laughs> Whoa! And 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 let me tell you something. Your car starts to like shake. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna drive a whole entire race at two two hundred two no. the two hundred five. Like, man, that that would be so unnerved. Because the one thing you start to realize when you're going that fast is that. The slightest anything, it's over. Like, you can feel it. The amount of power, you can feel it. Any slight anything, you're out of there. Yeah. Out of there. Like, out of there. Even with the short, it was like a short burst. Like, I wanted to see how quick I could get it to 60, and then I wanted to see how quick I could get it to to that speed. Well, it's like uh, Errol Spence, the uh, boxer. There was the uh, well, that that's you're his, out on the road. Though. Well, like, that's that you can't be out on the road doing you, that. You man. you look at his car after the accident when he was speeding, oh, and you go, "How the hell is he did still he fighting? Like, how are, did he live? Yeah, like how did that? You just look and go, w- w- "What the hell was that? Like, w- w- what was what was the thought behind? You know?" And there was, you know, uh, potentially, I think he, uh, you know, might have been uh, boozing a little bit before he got in there, so it was a bad idea. All I could, all I could, all I'll say is, it took me less than. I'll say it took me less than, I I, I want to say, ten fifteen seconds. Jesus, man, yeah, I'm you know what up. I mean. So it's like it's like fast you don't stop <laughs> like it's like you can and if you're in a supercar you can get up to them those types of speeds so quick man it is so 
Like, it's so funny because I've now resigned to just being like a commoner. Like, I came out of the the, the the crystal joint and I'm not Superman anymore. I'm like a regular dude yeah. now. I could get hit in my face and I bleed, stuff like that, right? So I drive a Fusion. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I, be, I be hitting that gas on that Fusion hybrid. <laughs> and, and I be like, man, I, I mean, just just this is where I'm at in my life. Like <laughs> Welcome. Like it's great, got, to, it's great to have you with us. It's just so it it, it just blows me away. It's like <laughs> I used to I used to have cars like I, I mean I I bro I had I had a limited one of sixteen Bentleys, uh, a supercharged Le Mans series. I had I had a a uh, when the quad uh, Portes for. Uh, for um 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 Maseratis, I had a Maserati. I had like the superest of the supercharged uh, Range Rovers, like that, like supercharged Range Rovers. And and now, uh, I got rid of all of them. Man. <laughs> Welcome to Sports Talk Radio. You know, you know what was crazy? <laughs> I had I had a Porsche. I had I had a like a modified. <laughs> I had a modified Porsche that could do three quarter miles. My my my, my car isn't even street legal. My car is approaching twenty years old. Uh, literally twenty years old hey, uh, but, at this point. But but here's the thing. I literally had all those cars at the same time, and and you know what my conclusion was. I used to look at them. It'd be like nice to look at them. Like I had I had three Impalas. I had a sixty sixty a sixty three and a sixty four Impala. Sixty four had switches. I still have that one. Um, I had two GTOs. I had a drop top. I had the same GTO that was in Triple X that popped up off the ground with with the joint in the front. Um, I had I had the the Fred Sanford pickup truck, the red pickup truck. I had <laughs> man, look here. My car collection was wild, crazy, man. And I, I would be sitting there, and I'd be like, I pay all this money to keep them clean. I pay all this money to keep them running, <laughs> and I don't drive them. <laughs> I used to my whole thing, my whole running joke was I had a car for every home game. So, so it was like a flex, like every single home game, I come driving up in a different car. Eight games, uh, eight eight different cars. Yeah, and, that uh, that was my thing. And then I got to the point where I was like, man, it's a waste. Like, you can only drive one car, and then you start to have kids, and then you had them kids in your car. Like, I was driving kids around, my kids around in, in my, uh, in my uh, Maserati, and they was effing it up. <laughs> when I came out here, I had a 63, I had a CL63 AMG, and they weren't just the only ones messing it up. The California highways was messing it up. Like... <laughs> People, people will ding your. The one thing about out here that I noticed is way different than where I came from. Y'all don't care about y'all cars, man. Like y'all will ding a car up. Like I've seen so many dings and beat up cars from people just getting out. Like everything is tighter here. Like the streets, the the the, the lanes are yeah, tighter. Got to fit more the, people. The parking spaces are tighter. Yeah. Everything is tight, and y'all don't care. Y'all just get out. Boom. Get out, keep going. Like that's like a part of life. Like jack a car up. I used to come out and I'd have a new ding in in my car in my door every time, right? Or I was getting a new rim. You get a new rim. A new rim is like three, four hundred, 
$500 a pop. You crack your rim, you got to get a whole new deal. So, anyways, there's your lesson on cars. Well, listen, uh, you went from uh, having a car for every home game to, uh, you know, sitting sitting side by side with a guy who used to bust tables at Friday's. And I'm just as happy driving my Fusion, just so y'all know. I'm going to hand it down. It's a hand-me-down. Yeah. Like, I'm going to drive that Fusion. I got me an Expedition, too. I drive that Fusion. I drive that Expedition. Soon as my kids start driving, I'm going to pass that along. They can't get into the car I get. <laughs> when I get when I get a, y'all can drive now, you don't need to get into my car car, I'm going to get me a car. Two pros and a cup of Just Joe Fox Sports Radio. I'm going to get me a car. Um, all right. Coming, coming up next, uh, we have got uh, another edition of the FSRI. We're going to report some issues, some injuries over the course of a long weekend. It's yours right here at Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. <laughs> you got problems. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Top of next hour, uh, we will uh, start to speculate about what uh, <laughs> what sort of action will be taken uh, against, uh, you know, one of the, uh, you know, more recognizable names of an entire what's, sport. What's wrong with so. you, man? <laughs> There's, something wrong. Yeah. There's something seriously wrong Was with I you, wrong, bro. though? No. <laughs> no. By the way, uh, we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation for your credit card company, and that's why Discover Matt is all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. After your sports weekend, happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report. All right. So we uh, we report issues, injuries, uh, any sort of problems over the course of the weekend. Um, Lee, uh, so you and uh, you've said that you and Roberto are uh, clear of this, right? Uh, nothing to report. Just squeaky clean weekend. Yeah, we we're, we came out of it pretty all right. All right. But it was uh, yeah. Eddie Garcia. You got something you want to get off your chest? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, oh, we're wow. getting we're getting our taxes done. <laughs> oh no! And uh, we've we've got this lady that's been doing our taxes. My wife and I for many years. She's really great, but she's in Burbank, and I live in San Pedro. It's like for people that don't know, it's like I don't know, forty five, fifty minute drive usually, something like that. So I get in the car on on Sunday, and I, I drive to Burbank, and uh, I get out of the car, and I'm like, "Where are the? What did I do with the tax? Where are the paper? Where's the paper? I left it at home." Oh, oh no! no, no. Yeah, I, I I stopped to get a beverage on the way out and left it sitting in the kitchen counter there. So I drive all the way back and then immediately drive 
back again and just oh god it's all, you know the traffic's bad you know get, as the day goes on <laughs> so you had already arrived at the place yeah. and realized it was yeah. gone yeah. so so how so was that 45 minutes that way yeah and then back again and then back 45 again, so back that's an hour and a half oh, so, it's, yeah. so three hours yeah pretty much just for you know god man like that I, I, the worst the worst part was the drive there obviously i did i was i didn't know and then the drive home i'm like okay it's over but like the drive back home that first time I was so pissed off. Oh. <laughs> I was so, I was like, uh. if anybody cuts me off or anything, I'm like road rage on him. I'm just like so, so pissed off that I'm such an idiot. But you were with your your significant other. No, I, I told her she could sleep in and oh. I, would, I would take oh, care man. of it. So you did it by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was. Should have came yeah, to visit I me, Eddie. <laughs> I should have, Roberto. That's, oh, uh, wow. yeah, that, that's rough. By, and by the way, when Eddie's pissed, Eddie's pissed. I, I still tell this yeah. story. Wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah, okay, it's it's true. Like he wears it, and you know something's wrong. I, I we, it was a Sunday night. Um, I was working uh, the the old morning show, Zach and Jack. Remember back in the day, and we were, I was producing that show, and Eddie was doing the updates, and he was coming in, and I think the shift started. I forget when the shift started, but you were walking in. It was after a Sunday night football game where the Ravens had beaten the Steelers, and you walked through the studio, and I remember Mike Pearson, and I. Forget who else was in the studio, and I could just tell you were really bothered by the game. And as you left the studio, Pearson just looks at me and goes, "Hey, man, Eddie, don't play with the Steelers. (laughs) 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 You don't play with the Steelers. You were, you were. I've mellowed, right, Roberto? I've mellowed. Yeah, you have. (laughs) When I first started working here, yeah, the Steelers. I lost the game. I think, I think it was to the Raiders, and Eddie would look so pissed off. He was. Yeah, but, but you know what? Out, yeah. You know what, though? The Steelers have given you so much good over the course of your life. I mean, how could you be pissed at this point? It's, it's, it's legit. That's legit. I mean, the Kings got you a couple Stanley Cups. I know. Yeah. You know, I mean, like the Pirates, whatever. Well, uh, you know, like, listen, uh, they, you know what happens. Yeah, they, but, uh, they had Bobby Bonilla, Barry Bonds, Andy Van Slyke all uh, on Oh, Barry the same Bonds team. who couldn't throw out. And Jim Lee. Oh, man, come on. The little Barry Bonds. That guy had an artificial leg and he couldn't throw him out. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.